Here we go. And five. And four. Three. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin Stan. She's that chick angel. And welcome to another podcast episode. Smash that like button. Smash that notification button. Smash that subscribe button to the Kevin Stan Studios app. You're missing out on greatness and blackness. Oh, I like that. I like that riff. That was good. Josh, you're in the top left. You're above me I always, now. I was bouncing all over the place when you were doing Now banger, you're here. Banger, banger. It's above me now. Oh, okay. It is above me now. Listen, quick church announcements. Shirts like this. This is the Stage Crew Day One shirt. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much, if you follow my career, it's anywhere you could have found me, either from Washington, L.A., All Deaf, Great Taste, Love Hour, Here's a Thing, Clayton Earl, all this. This design goes away on January, I'm sorry, December 31st of this year. Oh. It's all in my shop, KevOnStage.com. You can get pretty much anything, but once it's gone, if I become as big as Denzel and all that, and you don't have this, you can't say you're a day one. You can say you're wow. a fan, mm. but if you don't have wow. something like this, you can't say, and this day it. one is 13 years of day oneness, but this article will prove your day oneness. Jeez, so please. get it, prove it. Be real. And all the things on that shirt prove nothing's overnight. It's a long night, baby boy. Nay. And this is just the part that happened on the internet, not the even the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, Angel, I, to hear Josh, Boston. Boston. Boston this week. I'm going to give me some Boston. chowder. Chowder. Park the car to Harvard Yard. I'm feeling wicked smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Uh, the blacks are blacking. They're doing the will. Oh, oh, it's this week. Buy tickets. Absolutely. Uh, mm. Closing, settling, settling. Um, shoot, we're within about 40 tickets. 40. About 40 tickets on a couple of shows. Let me check real quick. Y'all, the show is really good. Oh, it's great. It's a good show, I would say. Saturday early, there's less than 40 no tickets. Bias. Friday early, and this is our yesterday's number. Um, right now, you're probably going to not be able to come to the Saturday early, pretty soon. Uh, plenty of tickets on the Friday late, which usually is the case. Mm-hmm. People ain't trying to go up the second show after work. But anyway, get those tickets uh, now. And anything you have, Angel? No, it's a great show. Make sure you come great out. Great show. Angel got new material. Very funny. Tahir has new material. Very funny. Kevin on stage has new material. Very funny. Kevin very funny. Very funny. Very funny. All right. First things first. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. What was uh, that? That was Floyd Mayweather being a genius. I mean, the amount of money that okay. man made. Floyd Mayweather made $30 million just on ad space from his trunks. Wow. Not the take home, not the purse, not the merch. Jesus. Just from Fashion Nova. 30 uh Million only fans, dollars? thirty million on the trunks. Just here's how you appreciate booty? this fight for his, butt, for his butt, for his butt coverage. Booty. Thirty million okay. cheeks. Here's how you understand why this is smart for Floyd Mayweather. And I get it. A lot of people are upset because they're expecting Floyd Mayweather to knock out Logan Paul. Uh, that was me. And I'm gonna tell you why he's not gonna do I that. Wasn't. There's a clip okay. in here, Josh. Put it in here. Put it in in here. Logan Paul was was hurt. Floyd Mayweather did what he does. He's a counter puncher. He doesn't have a lot of power anymore. He didn't have a lot of power for a long time. He's 44. I'm a Floyd Mayweather fan from back when he was Floyd Money Mayweather. The interesting thing about this flight, and then I'll get back to my point. Floyd, when he was pretty boy Floyd Mayweather, he did not sell fights like this. 
Mm. Because nobody cared. When he switched over to Floyd Money Mayweather and he took on this villain role, uh-huh. that's when he started getting paid because people want to what? See you lose. Right. This is the only fight in probably the last 15, maybe even 20 years, at least 15, where people wanted to see Floyd win. Yes. That's how much people hate Logan Paul. Floyd always makes so much money because people want to see him lose. Right. This is the first time in a long time people other than me and my family who are big Floyd fans of his boxing career, not his human humanity. But anyway, on that video that Josh Punt showed, Floyd leans back like he always does, counter punches, check hooks, same way he knocked out Ricky Hatton. He hits Logan Paul in the ear, which you often get disoriented. Logan Paul falls all over him. Floyd holds him up Mm -hmm. so that he can continue to fight him. Why? Because if he knocks out Logan Paul, he doesn't get to fight Jake Paul and make this money all over again. Floyd is a marketer. Mm -hmm. He's not going to lose a chance. If he knocks out Logan Paul and seriously hurts him, Mm -hmm. Jake Paul fights off. Jake Paul's not fighting nobody real yet. You don't don't think that uh, the cockiness of the other brother? No. Listen. Them people who are handling Jake Paul are riding a cash cow. That's why they will not... There's plenty of real boxers. I'm not talking about top of the people. I'm uh-huh. talking about people who have lost 35 fights would really hurt Jake Paul. I'm talking about people no, like right. Floyd right. who... Floyd and them been boxing professionally since they were like 16. Canelo would Canelo, hurt. Well, he, he it would like... For real, he would, he would really like permanently damage yeah, them, them boys. Mm-hmm. Like after the fight, we were asking Floyd, what does he think about Logan Paul? He was like, he's, I'm old and yeah, he small. Kept saying it. He was like, I'm not I'm 20 44. something. I'm 44. And tiny. If, if Logan fought somebody who was in his weight class, that's heavyweight, light heavyweight. Yeah. He then people will kill that and man. Logan's yeah. only been, they've only been fighting for like four years, maybe. Josh, these people who are boxers, this is oh, in yeah. their blood. No, that, I definitely don't think that uh, Logan or no, they're both Logan. They're One, both Paul. They're both Paul. Yeah, the white boys. <laughs> I definitely don't think that like professional, professional boxing, like going at it with folk that have like ha- have a name for boxing yeah. in their weight class is something that they will ever be able to no. accomplish. But I still feel as though there is something about the cockiness of a man that even if. Um, who was the one that was fighting which other one Logan of the white Paul. children? Even if Logan <laughs> would have met that Matt, his brother would have still been like, I will avenge. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I think Floyd might really want to hurt Jake Paul. Oh. But people are like, why ain't Floyd in there? Floyd, his whole philosophy, and I get it. This is why people are frustrated. Floyd is a technical, a technically sound boxer. Mm. The whole point of boxing is Hit and don't get hit. Right. He doesn't knock people out usually. He ain't knock people out crazy. He avoids punches. He makes you miss. And then he hits you just enough that it's obvious. When he punches you, it's always obvious that he got a good hit off. Mm-hmm. And you, it's never as obvious that you punch him really hard. The last time I saw Floyd get hurt for real was when Shane Mosley had him struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about baby deer on <laughs> ice in a sofa. Like Floyd was holding on for dear life. Uh-huh. And Shane Mosley tried to he tried to punch him. He tried to knock him out in that uh round mm-hmm. and he gassed himself out. And then Floyd does what he do. He picked him apart. Uh Conor McGregor 
that was like a, I think the ref stopped it. And Ricky Hatton, it was a check hook, and he went to the turnbuckle. And Victor Ortiz dropped his hands. But Floyd ain't, he's not wilder. He's a defensive person. He's this all the time. Mm. So Logan Paul looked like a big hunking idiot when he's like, I, I hit punch, punch, me strong right, boy. You know, but as a, if you're not a boxing fan, you're, Floyd's not your favorite fighter because he's, he's not a knockout special. You, if you want to just see somebody get beat up, then you watch Wilder. You know, he's, he's just, I punch you down, ground. Yeah, but we knew that they weren't going to get in the ring with somebody like that. No, they're not dumb. And here's the frustrating thing for the other fighters. So UFC, uh, I believe it was Usman uh, who who just won. Logan Paul, at minimum, I believe, is reported he made $20 million. Yes. For for eight rounds of three minutes. And I, and I can, let me tell you, uh, that's kind of deserving in a way because I don't know how. I mean, oh, well, he made it because Floyd, I feel like, took it easy on him. But that is, take some balls to be like. Absolutely. Yes. Because you saw Chad Johnson, who's yes. another athlete. Another yes. athlete got into there with another fighter, and and Chad didn't get knocked out. And mad respect for him to fighting a bare-knuckle boxer. Yeah. And just like, I box now. But he got knocked down. And then he was like, yeah, you know what? Good punch. <laughs> he, he went from, I didn't even know who he was once he started. I was like, who is this 80-year-old man? That is how he fell into senior citizenship. <laughs> I was like, who is that? And then when they stood him back up, because I only saw the highlights of that fight, I was like, that's Chad Ochoa He was looking. He got hit so far, so hard. He tried to find the ground before he fell. He's like, ooh, I need this. He was where, where they seen go by the time. <laughs> like, he aged I was like, what? <laughs> Nueve Cinco? Yes. He thought he was playing football. Like, good hit, bro. No, no. no. He going to punch you again. He's don't gonna, don't do that. Over. He's like, no, it is. Do this. <laughs> he will punch you again. This ain't no high five. There was a very short point in time in my life in college where I thought about doing boxing. Really? I'm dead serious. They, there was a, a guy who was. Angel had hands for real. No, I didn't. But oh. I was just like. <laughs> I did. It wasn't that I was like, oh, I'm a good fighter. It wasn't like I was fighting in life. But I was like, all this body's got to be good for something. <laughs> like, I have never been a petite woman. <laughs> so I was just like, what could I do? What would be fun? And I thought about boxing. And then the thought of my brain rattling around in my skull. Yes. I said, ah, oh, no. I don't blame you. Listen, this is Floyd no. in a nutshell. This is his whole philosophy. And this, to me... Tells you everything that you need to know about <laughs> Floyd Mayweather and how he thinks. In post, just make it right. I mean, what is happening? It's, it's still playing the Usher okay, clip. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so here's a clip of Floyd Mayweather. Ex, ex, oh, yep. Here. Okay, oh, edit it no, out. it's all in, yeah. Edit it out. Here's a clip of Floyd Mayweather explaining his whole thought process in 60 seconds and how he understands the American people. And they say, well, it's, it's not all about the money. Well, your kids can't eat legacy. The patches on my trunks, that's 30 million alone. So who's really the smartest one in the sport of boxing? If you, don't, if you guys don't want to see me do no exhibitions, don't come, don't watch. When it comes to legalized bank robbing, I'm the best. I don't care if y'all write good stories. I don't care if y'all write bad stories. At the end of the day, I will always have a last laugh. Damn, I'm writing this story about Floyd. But look at the house I go to. And look at the house he go to. 
Then all the guys that y'all said was extraordinary, the Canelos and the Pacquiao's, I made them look ordinary. And then when I see it's a chance for me to do a heist, a quick, <laughs> a quick heist, at the end of the day, I'm the smart one. They say, oh, Floyd don't look good like he used to look. My bank account looking better and better each and every day. Come He's on. Floyd Money Mayweather. Thirty million for the trunks, Angel. Let me tell you, the trunks. I let him slap me around a couple of times. Oh <laughs> that ring, thirty million for the trunks alone. That ain't the guarantee. That ain't the pay per view. This fight was so popular that the Showtime app was crashing. Fan meal crashed. They have to give refunds. This and this. This listen. Celebrity boxing has been around for a long time. Right? It's, this ain't the first celebrity boxing match. Floyd is a genius. Why go fight some young, hungry, legitimate boxer and right. really get hurt no, that's, when that's I can true. fight a white child Listen. who doesn't know how to box, who's big and strong, and the chance of me getting knocked out will get people to buy a fight when they know I've been past my prime for like 10 years. I bet you get a lot more fighting the mama. I'm telling you. I'm like, Floyd, a black mama, that would be, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> knock me into a whole new country. I will be okay. I'll be over there speaking Greek <laughs> because of Babbel. Right. And let me tell you what. Babbel is a sponsor for today's episode. <laughs> a lot of us started learning uh, second languages in high school, and most of us cannot speak any of it. Right. <laughs> All that mess they had us learning. All that conjugation. Mm -hmm. Yes, none of that stuck. But let me tell you what. Tell me what, Angel. Babbel, what they have done is they have gotten the advice and developed a system not using artificial intelligence but using over 100 language experts to be able to put together a system that will teach you how to actually speak words that you would need, words that you would actually use if you were traveling to a foreign country or just wanted to speak with someone who doesn't speak your native language. I chose Spanish because I do think it's the most beneficial in the United States to be able to speak, mm -hmm. um, especially in California. Um, but they have so many other languages other than that. They have French, they yep. have Italian, they have German. They actually have over 14 different languages that you can choose from. And um, what's also great with me going on tour, with you are. Kevin and Tahir, I don't have that much time to just be sitting at home uh, in my office. Hola. Como estas? I don't have time to just practice like that. Um, but Babbel, you can take wherever you want. So while we're sitting in our uh, sitting in the hotel waiting um, for our layover, while we're uh, getting ready to have the show start, all those like 15 minute increments that I have, I can actually learn and use Babbel. And while I'm in L.A., the perfect time when I like to actually use it is in the car because traffic has picked right on back up. Woo! We got that pre-pandemic traffic here in L.A. So it's the best time. Instead of me cussing out people who cut me off, I'm learning Spanish from Babbel. All right. So this is what we want you to do. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel. Dot com and use our promo code SK. SK. That's B A B B E L dot com. Code SK. SK. For an extra three months free. Babel. Language for life. So, uh, in kind of closing, uh, 
It sucks to be a real fighter who can't fight Floyd. That's who I feel the most frustrated for. I, absolutely. Because you're like, I, I, Floyd knows better than to fight somebody young and hungry. He probably wouldn't even fight Canelo again right now because Canelo looks like a freaking monster now. Ever since he lost to Floyd, he has looked ridiculous. And Canelo is great. Floyd caught him at the right time, and it just looks hard to hit. Now... Canelo been punching people very hard. Very, very he hard. He been punching. And I love me a good Mexican boxer. Oh, oh, after black boxers, the Mexican boxers, you hit them in the face with the dog on sledgehammer. They still keep coming for you. have to almost kill them. Yes. <laughs> so that's it. like Logan wouldn't be able to hurt Canelo with all his might. Right. But Canelo would kill him with a body punch. And Floyd's a genius because the, it's the spectacle. Oh, people are like, are you dumb? You paid for that? You watch, though. You watch. You don't though. have to pay. He don't have to, you don't have to pay for the pay-per-view mm-hmm. for him to get his money. That's yeah. why the trunks get paid, because they, they include the people who are bootlegging it in the cost of the trunk stuff. Yeah. So uh, you watched. It's not, people are like, well, you pay y'all dumb. You all watch. We you either watched live on a link or we checked it out on the internet after. You you did not know what happened. Right. You were fully in, invested yes. just in a different way. I actually feel bad for the, the black boys and gals that shouldn't be boxing like uh, Logan that don't, that will never get this opportunity. Oh yeah. That, there's a, to me, there's a certain amount of, why he taking this privilege? Mm. Oh, not a certain. It's all. I can't think of any black YouTuber who would get that fight. You? No. Come on, Kev. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. There's a certain amount of, I, I could talk all the trash in the world. People wouldn't want to see me fight Floyd. I don't know. Nah, man. First of all, I, <laughs> he might, he might drop me. He might be like, now nah, for black people, I got, for, for the culture, I got to go ahead and drop Kev. No, if he didn't drop that white dude, he would not drop you. I am not that white dude. I'm also 38. And he probably couldn't hold me up. <laughs> that boy was 190. That big Kev sitting on 255. And all that laying on him. And also that whole life, Logan was like, let's do this. Let's, let's do hug this. each other. Let's be friends. Nah, he don't want to see big Kev. That's 255 coming long and slow. <laughs> long. That whole thing Logan Paul did the first round, I would have been like, times. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> you know, Are we done? Can I have a snack? I'm so I hungry. I did some boxing for a little bit right around the corner from here. You talk about sheer exhaustion. I oh, yeah, trained different. for a while. It- <laughs> why were you training? Because why not? Why you just said mouthpiece headgear? Yeah. <laughs> my trainer, well, actually, it was my trainer. He's a boxer, so he just trained instead of doing regular. Oh, tra- yeah. He trained me in boxing, and I remember it was when we were buying our first house. I could not sign the paperwork because my, <laughs> I was literally my wrists were shaking. I was having to try to use both hands. Yes, because just holding your hands up for that long, uh, and you be super tense when somebody's trying to punch you. And also making con- like people don't get to make contact that often. People yeah. air punch. That's fun. But when you actually are transferring the energy yes. and the power from your body onto something else, yes. it comes back. I was training with this dude, uh, and he used boxing a lot. And we was really boxing. And he punched me in the mouth. And I'm like, I want to lose weight. <laughs> I shouldn't be getting popped in the mouth. My lip was bleeding. Sir, 
Why are you hitting me? Why are we even doing this? <laughs> Why? But I caught him a couple of times. I posted a video. This is years ago on one of my many starts and stops of losing weights. Mm. Uh, but I for sure posted me. I caught him a couple of times. Bop, bop. He was like, good punch. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now why are we doing this? I came here for jumping <laughs> jacks. I want to get trimmed. I just want to lose weight. Like, I get the, like this part of it. But why yeah. am I guarding myself for real? Yeah. <laughs> I got to go to work later. I used to have to go to all death after he punched me. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, Speaking about punching, DC Young Fly, uh, last weekend in, uh, I believe, Oakland, Tommy T's, Uh a a fan came up on the stage. He didn't sound like no fan the way he came up here. You're right. A person came up on the stage and um, and apparently, let me me just let DC tell it because he knocked him out. But he like rushed him though. He rushed him. Uh, he let me let DC tell him. DC is hilarious telling this story. Oh, this is a longer video than I realized. But you gotta hear. What's going on, man? It's your boy DC Young Blizzard. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, I know everybody been trying to figure out, but what the hell happened? Boy, you crazy? Boy, what's going on? Boy, what's happening? Appreciate everybody checking in on your boy Kyle. Man, make sure I was straight. You dig what I'm saying? All right, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. Now, first off. I didn't roast Buddy. I didn't roast his table. I didn't even, I don't know where he was sitting at. I didn't even know Buddy was at my show. I said nothing. You dig what I'm saying? Nothing. I'm mid in my session. I'm going crazy. Friday night, the second show was turned up. And first of all, nobody had their phones out. So they are tuned in to the show. Like, when you had a comedy club, you're not supposed to have your phone out anyway. You're supposed to be engaged with the act. So I'm going crazy. I got the crowd going crazy. So I'm in the mid of my of my joke. And if anybody know me and my set, I'm, I'm I'm at the church talking about my brother. So now you know it's good. I'm I'm getting I'm in it. A mid joke. Walk up on stage. So you know I'm I'm like, all right. Walk up on stage. I'm just, just thinking he's a crazy fan or something, you know what I mean? I'm gonna get a hug. I embrace this dude. You feel what I'm saying? Get on stage, he like, he like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, bro, you tripping. So I kind of like bad up on me a little bit. You feel me? Like, you tripping. Hit my hand, bro. When he hit my hand, he was like, get off me. What's up? Before you know it. That's hilarious. Feet on stage, head on floor. <laughs> and, and by the time they got it, woke up and sent nobody's way. I told everybody to sit down. I got to finish the motherfucking show. Listen, the only thing worse than rushing the stage to attack someone is then waking up. Right. Unsuccessful. Unsuccessful on the interwebs. <laughs> you got knocked out by a comedian who don't like he ain't even professing to be about violence. No, he not goes at on all. in the video to be like, bro, if you don't like me or don't want to have good energy, don't come to the show. Mm-hmm. Right? So now you're embarrassed. Right. Because you got knocked out. By a comedian at a comedy show. Why are you even? Why are you even doing this? It is embarrassing. Nobody. It, uh, y'all remember when COVID knocked out DL on stage? Nobody wants to be laid out on the floor at a comedy show, regardless of what the reason is. And that's the dude sound like he's probably an angry drunk. You know yeah. how some people they just get into a very antagonizing yes. place yes. with liquor. But I mean, DC handle <laughs> what? I thought about Brennan. I get a little dancer when I'm drunk. <laughs> but it, yeah, some people are like, "Oh, I've been drinking. Let's let's fight now." 
Yeah, yeah, no, and um, what's it, it is unfortunate, but I do feel like DC handled it the best way possible because you don't want to have to keep investigating why this person is up here. Right. It's just like let's bring it to a halt. Let's we just you do this now. <laughs> but the part I love the most is. I'm going to finish this set. What's oh, not yeah. about to happen is you didn't took, you're not about to win at all. No. At all in this situation. But also, that's what I don't like. Uh, uh, the last time I had did a <clears throat> show in Lexington, the there were people who, I don't like when people want to continue to try to have a conversation with the comic on oh. stage. Because it's just like. Was that this weekend or your. The, the last time. Because okay. no. nobody really did that. Oh, with oh they absolutely yeah, they did. Have, Angel, you weren't in there. You weren't. They absolutely. These girls in the corner. Oh. Oh, my God. Disruptive. But I mean, tell your story, then I'll, I'll tell you mine. See, now I'm glad I know that. That's your I hometown. Started made it, I started making announcements before I would bring up the main act. And I would be like, people pay to see him, not to hear you. I, the worst drunk is, I, I said this to a girl in Lexington, because she talking to me like like it's me and you. I can't stand it. Girl, I'm at work. I can't. These other 200 people is work. not trying to hear your thoughts on this. They did not pay and drive to hear yeah, you. She you guessing the, the punchline of jokes and ooh, stuff. Ooh. Hush. I don't like it. Hush. So eventually I'm just like. Man, I definitely must. And everybody was looking like, bro. And I don't want to throw people out of my show, but I'm gonna tell y'all now. Single me out, Josh. Single, single, single. I have already decided. If the one, you know how Jesus would leave the 99 for the one, I'll throw the one out for the 99 because the other people, I don't. People come from far and wide. You never. People don't necessarily just live in the comedy club area. Some people are like, this is close to you coming. I've driven. Drove in, driven two hours. I'm staying overnight. No, nobody want to hear you drunk disrupting the show. My Angel's, Angel's drove eight hours. Eight yes. Had I been in there, Kevin, you would. I've been. I would have tapped it. Yeah, now you gonna have to shut up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give y'all some. Listen, when I was at Kevin Hart show, they you put a phone out. They dragged somebody out, mm-hmm. kicking and screaming. Guys, just enjoy the show. And and when you're drunk and having too much of a good time, everybody else is having a terrible time. Yeah. They're not enjoying the show because right. you are loud. I cannot talk to you personally. Yeah, it's, it's just, <clears throat> it is so irritating. And I don't know why people don't know it about themselves to mm-hmm. like know like, hey, I'm not the best when I drink. And yeah. since this is a public event, I just, uh, the two drink minimum, I'm going to get two bottles of water. And take it easy. Take it easy. Enjoy. Because I'm like, is it even enjoyable for them? Like, I wonder what that girl thought when she woke up. Or she, person, some people are just unaware. Yes. They're just jerks and they don't even realize it. But uh, I'm glad I, no, I'm mad actually that I didn't know that happened. Because I would have nipped that. She, and here's the thing that sucks. Dealing with her was, it took so much time. I didn't even get to my closing joke. Wait, what show was this? This was the last show. This is the last show. Now, it was a great show, and the audience probably doesn't know I didn't get to my closer. But the closer is the joke that's, you know, ah, like I'm trying to get to that point. But she was so long that I got the light, and I was like, dang, I can't even get to this joke. Now, they were laughing when I dealt with her, but it's like, bro, they're like, come on. But tell me your story about the last time you were in Lexington before. Oh, no, there was a, and I'm sure she, uh, I'm assuming she had something. Like, I was like, this this has got to be, like, she's on the spectrum or something. This can't just be alcohol. Yeah. But um, it got so bad in the shows that I would literally be like, y'all, 
don't embarrass me up right. in here. Don't. I was like, <laughs> we are in my hometown. I don't know if you're from here or not, but don't be up in here talking. Don't nobody yeah. want to hear you. You're not the, nobody books you. Nobody books you. You're not as funny as you think. It's not as fun as you think. Just hush. But yeah. Go ahead. No, no. And also, I just want y'all to know, COVID, COVID. COVID. I know we feel cool and all that stuff. I know y'all want pictures and on almost any other occasion, I would take them. But y'all, Think about it. Here's what I want y'all to know, because I'm not coming out. I'm not coming out. He's not coming out. I'm, I'm not coming out anymore of the other day. Yeah, let Angel was in there. Oh, yeah, come on, kiss me in the mouth. <laughs> kiss not. me in the mouth. Here's That's my sands, my sores. Angel over here making us look bad. But here's what I want y'all to understand. You just want one picture. And, again, next year we'll be back to picture taking more than likely. Mm-hmm. You just want one picture. You just think it's one person. There's a hundred of you. Yes. Times five shows. Yes. I, you know, I want to protect my COVID ain't gone. You know what I'm saying? The numbers just dropped, but it ain't gone. A hundred pictures times five, that's 500 people. Yeah. Times four weekends. That's uh, 2000 people. It's, it's, that's ha- I'm not trying to come in contact with that many people. So just understand my heart is in the picture. My body is in the green room. <laughs> I can't yes. do it this year. And I don't I don't want to feel bad about it. I'm not going to cuz I want if I get sick that means somebody's whole show going to be missed. That whole weekend maybe that too. Mean my money is gone and I'm gonna fight somebody. No, and I uh Lexington was so hard cuz Kevin was like, "Angel, Girl, angel happened." The issue the, away. The issue was truly the issue was was one the, to get out of the club, I have to go behind the audience. So as I'm walking, trying to get out, people who actually know me, people who actually care about people who are at my wedding, people who could actually call me on the phone are coming towards me. And they're like, "Okay, let's grab a picture. And so I'm like, "Okay, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then obviously then people come up after that and uh, that I don't know who just look like little babies. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Hello. Fresh is our next ad. And I'm going to tell you what. They are amazing. You understand me? They are a meal delivery service, and they are perfect for the person who just doesn't either know how to cook. I actually have my um, assistant getting it because she doesn't eat. And I was like, we're going to get you on HelloFresh. I'm going to give you my discount code, okay? Um, It's uh, perfect for the person who's too busy to be creative and come up with delicious meals. Or it's just perfect for the person who likes to eat good. Yeah, like me and Angel and and Joshi. Yes, and save money. Uh Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. HelloFresh has these amazing pre-measured ingredients and um, mouth-watering seasonal recipes that are delivered right to your door so you don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to do grocery shopping because I know people be like, oh, I just order my groceries. Mm-hmm. You still have to remember what you need to order. Then You ain't got to do that with HelloFresh. You ain't they, got to. They put everything together, okay? And they make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that is why they are America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers 27 plus recipes to choose from each week. And what's really great is depending on whatever your dietary restrictions are, they're able to, you know, accommodate that. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, keto, they've got something and it's going to be gourmet. Okay. Gourmet, kiss. I definitely love HelloFresh while our kids. What'd you say? I said on the hungry homies. On the hungry homies. Yeah. Ah. 
Um, HelloFresh is what me and Marcus are going to be depending on while the kids are out of town because we won't be obviously needing as much food, needing mm. as many snacks. So being able to just have HelloFresh come to the house, know what we're actually going to be cooking for the evening because I am done and tired of spending all this money on Postmates, DoorDash, Uber Eats. You're not going to be spending all that money. You're going to be saving so much money. It's like 20, no, it's like 72% mm-hmm. cheaper than um, a restaurant meal, especially if you're getting delivered, and 28% cheaper than doing your grocery shopping at your local grocery store. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, this is what I want you to do. All right, guys? Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12SK. 12SK. And use the code 12SK. 12SK. For 12 free meals, including free shipping. Do you understand? Go to HelloFresh.com slash SK. SK. mm, 12SK. 12SK. There we go. And use the code 12SK. 12SK. For 12 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So trust me, guys. We love you. We love you. We love you. Uh, we are vaccinated, but the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. It just lessens the chance of you going to the hospital or getting severely sick. Yeah. Uh, but we would have to cancel at least a weekend of show and more than likely two weekends of shows. Mm-hmm. Right. So charge it to our health and not our heart. Right. Because it don't even matter that I'm taking ritual. It will. You could get me sick if I am out here hugging you all the time. And even though ritual will be keeping me feeling really healthy, mm-hmm. like... I mean, it does. It fills in all the gaps in my diet. It gives me all the energy. The reason why I'm able to rock out five shows on a weekend yeah. and spend time with my family, go to the courthouse with my sister at 6 a.m. and shoot a... We're gonna need, we need to talk about that. But yeah, and shoot a food show while we're on the road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, no. I just meant to, meant to tell, you, tell you about yourself. Oh, oh God, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what myself did. Ritual is the reason why I'm able to get all this done and not be a puddle of mess at the end of the day because I am feeding my body premium Fuel. Premium fuel with ritual. Ritual. There's no synthetic fillers, no artificial colorants, okay? No major allergens, no GMOs or sugars, okay? It is in a bioavailable form that my body recognizes, so it's able to, um, my body's able to use as much of this vitamin as possible. What's also great is that it has a delayed release type of situation. Mm -hmm. So, as I've explained before, but I'm going to explain it to y'all again. What happens is, is that when you take it, all of your nutrients are absorbed in your lower intestines. With the delayed um, release, the body is able to break it down in the, the stomach lining, but then the vitamins actually make it to your lower intestines. These other cheap vitamins, they break up completely in your stomach and you do not absorb Anything. Yeah, that's right. Very small portion. So Ritual makes it so that you're getting the most out of your vitamin every day. And you just take two pills daily. Also, you know, me and Kevin are different. We ain't the same little Josh. He's only 18. He's a little wavy baby. He's different than us. He's only a baby. He's a baby. So Ritual knows that. They know that our bodies need different things. So they have some for women, men, and teens like Joshua. So... 
<laughs> Ritual makes healthy habits easy and your multivitamins will be delivered to your door every month with free shipping. And you can always start snooze or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash crew crew to start your ritual today. Again, visit ritual.com slash crew crew. That is K-R-E-W to start your ritual today. By the way, before we move off of this DC Young Fly thing, let me tell you this. I will hit you with the microphone stand. Huh? If you if I feel threatened, oh. if somebody rushes the stage, I will hit them with the microphone stand or the stool. Oh, your purse. I oh, no. Nope. <laughs> purse ain't got enough bite to it. I will hit you. Okay. I will go home safely to my family. Amen. I'm assuming if you run on the stage, you have ill intentions. Amen. I will hit you with that wood. Amen. That wooden stool. I keep it right next to me. <laughs> Not that wood. wood that only one person get hit with that wood. The other people get hit with the wooden stool. Please. And I, by the grace of God, stage crew, they don't be about that. No. But it don't be only stage crew in there. It'd be some people in there that just come to comedy clubs. I don't know what they'd be thinking. I got heckled before. Just let you know, I would, I will hit you. Nah. Don't, oh, don't. Bye, and I'm bye. 250. I'm when, bigger in person. When I found out it's on us to kick people out, I'm kicking the first oh. person I can out. Jo- <laughs> I'm, 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 people don't think I'm tall. I'm, I'm over six foot and I'm 250. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus adrenaline. I will, I will hurt your body. Yeah, I will hurt your body. They'll do what you I, 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 I will, I will hurt you. I'll be like that woman. Uh, getting her dog from from that bear last week. Did you oh, see that? Oh yes, she was she not straight playing. Pushed the bear like it was a middle school brawl. Yeah, the bear was like, "What? <laughs> I'm a bear. What? Yeah. Are you, you're not supposed to do that." Yeah, she didn't know what was going to happen, but she's like, "I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna give the dog." I think she probably went home and was like, "What the heck did I just do?" Oh, I would have died. It would have died right there. That bear would have ate me. Dad, um, now what? Wait a minute. What we got a couple? You gonna tell me about myself? What? Angel's sister is a judge. Yes. Sweetheart, Angel's family, the whole family. Oh, Mama, Mama Dorothy, hey, welcome hey, us with open sorry, arms. Mama, Mama Dorothy's crib. Let's oh, go. let me tell you what. I thought Atlanta was a move. Lexington, it's Atlanta, but three times the land. Yeah, and less than a tenth of the people. Oh yeah. Now my 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 hideaway <laughs> is in Lexington. She lives on a golf. Mama Dorothy live on a golf course. My kids was in there getting big musty in her backyard, oh, yeah. running around. A good time. Kids she cooked poison ivy. It was great. Oh, uh, black when- eyes, <laughs> blood. We were oh, climbing yeah. trees. When Isaiah came outside and said, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah," I was like, "Oh yeah, is that right?" <laughs> Joe was throwing sticks. I was like, "This is old school playing sticks." And black Wait, eyes. Yeah, that's and and, and we tr- we climb trees in her front yard. You did climb a tree. If well, that first well, of all, the reason I, I mean, stopped because I I when I went to move up because I used to climb trees like that. I used to flip upside down. We used to be up there. All kind of tree yes. was in my eyes and in nose. Your nose. And yeah. I I I was like temporarily like oh snap I got all this tree. I had this tree in my eye for Jeff like was hanging off a day and a half. Like a sloth. Bless your heart, Josh. I used to do that, and then I would pull myself up. It was a great time. But anyway, the pulling up. Didn't Angel's it? sister is a judge. Okay, mm-hmm. Angel <laughs> went to her job. Oh yeah. During her job, mm-hmm. and got in the was it the witness stand? Um, uh, no. So like the clerk sit on one side, I guess it could have been the witness stand. That's why she said I could sit. Angel was in there taking selfies during real court. Like, oh. 
Guilty. Oh, I vlogged. It's going to be in the vlog. Uh, did you vlog? You know I did. I said, was the court star? She was like, no, it was on Zoom. I was oh, in there. We was in there. Yeah. Angel's family is great. Thank um, you. We met Daisy, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Goddaughter Victory. She graduated into Goddaughterness. <laughs> yes. Um, so happy about uh, Melissa. You met, you met Jackie. Jackie. You met a bunch of. Mama Dorothy had. Victory went on that dinner. She did. Mm-hmm. It she was did. terrible. She did. That's because she should have been she, at that she show. She should have been yeah. the first show. What yeah. we, terrible. I broke my number one rule, which is to do nothing after a red eye. Yeah, I woke up early. We went down to Saul's Good Pizza. Mm -hmm. We ate. We had Kentucky Mules. Mm -hmm. We laughed. We drank. We had cat. It was great. They did. They got through my husband a surprise retirement. And I, this was the thing. I wasn't going to invite you all, but then I said I'll never hear the end of it. Oh, Angel, there would have been a hot pile of poop on that desk when you came back. (laughs) Had you had a party and I was in town, you but, let me decide I'm too tired. And that is what I did. But I knew that you would, I knew you would say yes, but I was like, I want you to know there is no obligation. I'm not trying to invite you to make you feel bad if you don't come, but I knew you would make me feel bad oh. if I didn't invite you all. Oh, yeah. Especially you. if we're in the same city. Oh! 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 oh. If I would have seen on your story that you was over there, I surprised, surprised, and we was, <laughs> I would have been See, surprised. I'm getting upset at the thought of I the thought. I surprised, Kev. Oh, Angel. And we was ah, right there. Yes. Everything yes. nothing but 15 minutes away in Lexington. Listen, I <laughs> I went to surprise Marcus. I was late on the surprise. I turned to say surprise. He was looking at me in my eyes. I was like, ah. It was like the worst. We walked in and I'm thinking I'm going to hear surprise. We see Kevin and we because, hear a surprise. It's, surprise. it's Josh's fault. I kept, I kept looking to see Marcus. I, so right? Like, randomly, I'd be like, oh, Kev, Kev. Kevin would be like, <laughs> He did that like four times. So when Marcus really came, I was like, ha ha, very funny. So I was like, I'm going to look. Ah, he saw me. <laughs> so I was super delayed. So you can blame Joshua. No. Joshua is the reason no. I didn't trust myself no more. So funny. No, no, because you lied to me and I trusted you. I just, I was like, but this is, but he was still, he, he, it was still very nice. And I'm grateful that you all showed up. I feel like we're really real friends now because you all met my family. I Listen, mm-hmm. had we not had a show, I would have been on your mom's back, back patio, knocked oh. out. And she would have let you. Because I, man, she made salmon and baked chicken Greens. thighs. Green. She wanted to make so much more. I said, no, mama, they're not going to eat. They we're just going to pretend taste. And we're lucky it wasn't reversed. Oh, if we would have yeah. went to that restaurant first, we'd yeah. have been at your mom's house till 20 minutes before the show. Oh, yeah. I yeah. She would have loved it. She would have just protected y'all. Y'all don't go out there and bother them. They rest in. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was great. So I want to move on. Cat Williams was in the news. We actually had this on the docket before he said this. So we'll talk about what uh-huh. he said. Tell and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, tell him what he said. Listen, in case you miss it, let's hear what he said. Okay, let's say you do have it. You've got the crown. Well, part of the rest of this is how you carry it, how you hold it, and how long you keep it up there. And so that's what the uh, Tony Bakers and the uh, Tahirs and uh, that's what these new guys bring to that forum is, uh, you know, Kev on stage. Ooh. These guys are giving you different variations of, um, of our craft, and that's important as well. Let me tell you what. What if it was your voice when it just ducked out? It was, come on stage. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have done that. Yeah. Uh, one, I was very surprised. Why? I don't know why you're surprised anymore. Everybody knows who you are. I don't know that about that, Angel. Will Smith said, my boy, Q. 
Kevin. But somebody typed that for him. He didn't it, say that out of his own video. But he now knows mouth. who the heck you are. He does. He had to see a cut of the of one of the episodes. He knows who you are. So he probably told Kat. But no, a lot of the old heads of, of all industries are aware of what's happening. Yeah. Jay-Z knows about new rappers. Cat mm-hmm. knows about new comedians. What I appreciate is um, the understanding that stand-up now is different than stand-up 20 100%. years ago. 100%, yeah. Most of us stand-up comedians can't just be funny on stage. No. It used to be you funny on stage and lead to a TV or movie or both. And that was most of the, and then you usually come back on the road after that. That was usually the life of a comedian. Yeah. Now we are podcasters, you know, especially us. We are actors in our own app. We do content. We create content on social media to be enjoyed, reels, all type of stuff. And then we also still do the craft. So I feel like um, you just have to do more now to, to gain an audience, right? Yeah. Back then, man, Jerry Seinfeld Funny, funny tonight show. Tonight show, more road gigs, Seinfeld, that's it. Yeah. He did not have to podcast. He didn't have to no. create reels. He didn't have to learn about TikTok. He didn't have to edit his own videos. Like, we have to do more to gain. And it feels good for people who, like Cat, like Melissa, Cat Williams' special, Pimp Chronicles, mm-hmm. is Melissa's favorite stand up special of all time. Mm. And it's it so is, crazy. it is fantastic. Cat is one of the greatest comedians uh, of all time. Where you rank them is personal, but. Other comedians know of Kat's greatness. Uh, so it was super dope to hear him talk about Kev on stage, Tony, and to hear um, in that way. Yeah. Uh, but the reason that Cat Williams was even on our radar was because of his thoughts on cancel culture. Oh. That's my thing not doing what I wanted to do. What do you want what to do what? Judgment and repercussions uh. from cancel culture. If you ask all of the people that didn't make it to the NBA... If you ask them if we just lowered the gold down another foot, they all tell you they make it. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes the out of bounds, but the out of bounds gotta be there, or you'll run up in the stands, right? Mm. So some of these things are for the benefit of everything. Nobody likes the speed limit, but it's necessary. Nobody likes the shoulder of the road, but it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, my point is. Um, weren't all that extremely funny back when they could say whatever they wanted to say. Uh, come on. At the end of the day, there's no cancel culture. Cancellation doesn't have its own culture. That was people of color. That was us policing our own culture. That was people without a voice being trashed by people just because they had a bigger name than them and more money than them and a better office than them they could sweep them up under the rug like they didn't matter i don't know what people we think got canceled that we wish we had back i don't even know who though who are they Mm. it's done for the reasons it's done for and it helped who it helped um if all that's going to happen is we have to be more sensitive in the way that we talk isn't that what we want anyway I'm saying your job as a comedian is to please the most amount of people with your art. So if you want to offend somebody, nobody took those words away from you. Mm-hmm. Dirty bitch ain't been taken away. You can say that. 
but don't call somebody this word when you know this affects all of these people. Don't use the R word when you really mean people on the spectrum. Don't mm. don't say yeah. this word instead of saying autistic. Don't say this word instead of saying little people. Look, if these are the confines that keep you from doing the craft God put you to, then That's it probably ain't for you. You're telling That's all. Angel, I'd love your thoughts first. <clears throat> I feel like boundaries breed creativity. Uh, um, I, that's the reason why black people have always been considered some of the best in comedy because we've had so many restrictions mm-hmm. on life. That's the reason why a lot of times people see a lot of the really famous non-black comedians are Jewish people because of how many struggles and things that they've gone through here in America. So I truly feel as though in regards to cancel culture, in regards to us having to be, uh, as Kat said, more sensitive to uh, all groups of people, I do completely agree. I feel like it's just uh, um, all it's going to do is sharpen how you perform. It doesn't make it more difficult, but yes, but then the cream will rise to the top. <laughs> that is the art form part of stand up. Yeah. The art form is, okay, this is no longer uh, acceptable to say, but what is? Mm-hmm. Here's the line. And sometimes you have to cross the line in, in, in order to know where it's from. That's why I'm, I have no problem deleting videos. Sometimes I take a wrong take or it's mm-hmm. not, you know, position. There's a video I'm working on right now and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, how do I preface, preface this the right way? Especially on the internet. Because yeah. our response is, you, you, ah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, but on, on the stage, <laughs> funny people are still funny. Yeah, the lines there, it's just it has to be maneuvered across. I think um, we have a plethora of of material to choose from. Yeah, you just have to be clever in how you say what you say. Yes, you can't just go out like a lot of times. Listen, one of the one of the things that I realized I learned because I don't cuss on stage is sometimes. Just having a cuss word makes something funny that you really probably wasn't that funny. 100% correct. Just the right place F word is funny. Yeah. Right? When you don't have that in your arsenal, you got to find out another way to get that same sort of laugh yeah. without, uh, I don't want to say a crutch, but without using that tool. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's fun. Like some of Bernie Mac stuff, I'm not saying it's funny because he was cussing. It was just that, that was good, good, clean cussing. It was funny. It's yeah. funny to me, Kevin. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have that, you better be more clever. Now, when you can't just go out and say this person is that, that person is this, then you have to learn to be more clever. And people who are good at comedy will find a way. Listen, you remember I told you before you even got to see my set of a, a, a topic matter that I wanted to bring up. And you were like, it, I do it in my set. So I, if you go back, you mm-hmm. can kind of remember. You were like, oh, you being, <laughs> you're being really bold. But it was so fun trying to write that joke because I knew run, run, um, excuse me, one wrong step would have that joke be so offensive and not. Absolutely. So it was good for me. The brain exercise to be like, now how can I say this so that people know I'm not, making fun of a group of people, but this is something, this is a reflection on myself. And a lot of people don't want to have to do that work. They don't. They don't want to have to. That's the hard work of comedy. There's so much hard work that we don't want to do. I mean, that's why we use Ship Station Mm -hmm. to not have to do the hard work of getting merchandise that's being sold on different websites. (laughs) 
out and fulfilled to our customers. You guys, this episode of Here's the Thing is sponsored by ShipStation. And you know we've talked about how we are in a very busy time right now. And being productive is of the essence. There's actually, we don't have any room for error when it comes to being efficient, effective, and productive. That is why ShipStation is so it's so imperative for that to be something that we use in our businesses. So let me explain to you what ShipStation does so you can understand why we use it. ShipStation funnels all your orders into one simple interface that you can manage from anywhere, even on your cell phone. So if you sell stuff on Etsy, Amazon, or your own website, trying to remember, oh, did I fulfill the orders over on Amazon? Did I fulfill the orders over on Etsy? That is going to become just a cluster you-know-what. So for me and Marcus, as we have united forces and he's over our merch, you know, I got stuff on Mama Likes. He's got stuff on his website, and then he'll start selling some stuff on Etsy. Using ShipStation is going to allow him to know that we fulfilled every order from every website on time. Plus, we get amazing discounts from major carriers like UPS, FedEx, and USPS. And let me tell y'all, getting this merchandise out is not free. You got to pay. So you want all the discounts you can get, and ShipStation is able to offer that. And you can choose the best solution every single time. This There's no wonder that ShipStation is the number one shipping software for e-commerce sellers with more than more five-star reviews than anyone else. So this is what we would like you to do. What's that, Angel? We want you to ship more in less time. Mm Mm-hmm. Just use our offer code CREW, CREW. to get six, a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in CREW. CREW. That is K-R-E-W. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code CREW. CREW. Just go out there and make ship happen. All right. Final thoughts on uh, what Kat said. I appreciate the evolution of stand-up comedy. I agree with the boundaries part of it. And the truth is, you can actually say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. You can be as vulgar and offensive as possible. Yep. It's going to have to deal with the consequences of that, too. 100%. Nobody's ever stopping you from doing that. There's a lot of comedians who get out there and talk crazy and all that stuff and offend every single person in the world. Mm-hmm. And they just got to deal with the consequences of that. You're going to have to build an audience so strong that you don't need Hollywood or anybody else to do that. And most comedians want mainstream success so you can do whatever you want say whatever you want and people will buy tickets because a lot of people think like that anyway but you ain't gonna you're not gonna get no brand deals you're not gonna get no tv shows you're not gonna get no movies 100 percent. and i'm glad that what's really great about it is that it's cat williams who said it someone who is an og in comedy because a lot of times that is those are the people that are typically the hardest to adjust Mm -hmm. like I know being a 40 year old woman, I'm stuck in my ways in a lot of ways. And it is hard. I'm not going to pretend like, oh, yeah, whenever there's a change for the better, I just go for it. Let's do it. (laughs) I can be resistant to certain changes as well. So the fact that he is someone it's easy for someone who's starting out in comedy in their 20s to be like, of course, you don't say a bunch of offensive stuff, of course. Because you never had a time in comedy where you were allowed to say, like, yep. when you look at Eddie Murphy's comedy, which is, I think it's raw. 
I was like, oh my. I watched it like two years ago again. And I was like, this is so offensive. Listen, Bernie Mac's joke on Keep Your, uh, keep your Distance, uh, Kings of keep Comedy. Kings of Comedy. The one that got him the Bernie Mac show. Yeah. He could not do that joke Never. that way today. And he even, I don't know if it's been verified, but somebody said he said that he wouldn't do that joke like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember at the time I watched that, him downstairs, all that, it didn't bother me at all. Of course. It yeah. went viral like a year ago or two years ago. I was like, oh. Yes. There's all, you can't say none of that stuff here. No. Get on away from here, Bernie. You <laughs> can't talk like what? this no more. Yeah. So to have someone like Kat who grew up in this industry at a time where things like that were acceptable, being able to say, no, this is good. It's good for us to have boundaries, I think is great because, again, me being, you know, a summer chicken, I know how hard it can be. <laughs> It just clicked what you meant. Oh, summer You're not chicken. a spring chicken. I'm a summer I'm chicken. I'm a summer chicken. When you've been doing something one way and you thought it was okay to do, and then all of a not all of a sudden, but then you realize it's not okay to do, trying to turn the car around kind of to mm-hmm. go in a, in a better direction can sometimes be difficult. So I am glad that he is not a part of, it's just too difficult. I can't, oh, now I can't be funny. Oh, now yeah. what happened to freedom of speech? What happened to this? And that he's like, no, this protects people. Like, also, just a reminder again, people, freedom of speech means the government can't throw you in jail. Stuff. Right. It doesn't mean there's not other consequences. People just say freedom of speech. You have freedom of speech. Right. You can say what you want and the government can't throw you in jail. That doesn't mean a person who's offended won't sock you. Yeah. Doesn't mean you won't lose your job. I mean, you if they won't... can throw you in jail for certain. If you inciting uh, right. a riot, well, they'll even, throw you in that's jail. That's in the freedom of speech. You can't yeah. yell fire, fire, and you can't you can't threaten the president. But it, right. freedom of speech meant you can't you won't go to jail. Most the main reason it came about so you won't go to jail for criticizing the government. Right. That's right. the exactly. main thing. Right. Right. So. Hush. Also, when you start talking about cars, I was thought you gonna be like, and this episode brought to you by cars turning around. You need to turn your car around. I don't trust you. I was what on I'm one saying. today. You Let were in your BA double G. Listen, I think I be my snack because I was so hungry. I was having hunger pains before we started, and I was like, they gonna have to hear me chew at first because I was losing my mind. But once I got that got that glucose in me, <laughs> now I'm good. Uh, real quick, I want. Did you finish high on the hog? Yeah. Okay. Before we talk about that, I want to shout out Issa Rae real quick. And then we'll finish with High on the Hawk. Issa Rae. I've seen this headline on The Hollywood Reporter. Uh-huh. Issa Rae joins Sp- Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse sequel. That's that's here. Oh, that's Miles that's Morales. Great. That probably, no lie, is my favorite Spider-Man movie. It's because it is the best one. Into the Spider-Verse, I was like, my kids loved it. Yes. It was... The animation alone was so new and dope, but the storyline, Miles Morales, I loved it. Doc yeah. Ock, Catherine Hahn was Doc Ock. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And Tom Holland, after that's probably my who's the my favorite live action Spider Man and his movies, because he's the most like Spider Man that I grew up on. You talking about the young boy who's yeah, doing him now? Yeah, recent, he's great. He's yeah. great. Andrew Garfield, he was too sh- <laughs> hush. <laughs> Toby, uh, I'll say Toby M- Mac McGuire, Toby McGuire, Spider-Man three, that this alone, the point down the street. Ah! There. <laughs> it, wasn't ah! it wasn't his fault. They told him to do it, but yeah, but, oh, I hate Tom it. Holland, but Tom he, Holland's my boy. He's great. But Miles Morales is my, that that's my favorite Spider-Man movie. The reason Issa doing this is so impactful 
She started out right on, on the YouTube. She did. And in five years, or six years, I think Insecure is going to a fifth season, but I think they took a season off or something. I mean, oh, you're talking about just for Insecure. Time. I was about to say, what about I'm talking about the last black five girl. or six years. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has went from awkward black girl to Insecure to Hooray Productions to leading in movies to starting uh she has like five or six shows on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. She basically is HBO Max yeah. right now. And then she still got time to be Spider Girl. Yeah. Sp- Black Girl yeah. Spider. Yeah. In the universe. In the universe. She can do no She put so many people on. Executive produced Black Lady Sketch Show, which was my first real TV credit. Mm-hmm. Lends her licensed, not licensed, her... uh. Her power to that. She's always in an episode or two. This is what happens when you let black people rock. Black women rock, specifically. Yeah. Issa has been, is officially a titan. Mm -hmm. She's officially a titan in this industry. And I just, I don't know if she's doing it fearlessly, but it looks like it from my vantage point. That she is just... And it's so funny because I think people forget, like, she had, a, I think, a deal with ABC at first. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't Way happen. Way back with Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, with Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. And that didn't happen. And then the HBO happened. And it's just, I don't, and then even, like, how Awkward Black Girl started to how it ended, I don't know if people just realize, like, how much... I don't know what the word is. It's not just gumption and stick to but, like, she is just out here murdering it like she will forever now she has cemented herself in the game not just as a black not just in black culture but she has to be recognized all across the board everybody gonna see that movie there are white people not pulling off what she's pulling off there are white men absolutely and more power to her i love it i can't wait apparently she grew up loving Mm spider-man so her friends she posted some stuff where her friends were following her my only problem with Issa, and i gotta critique her I do have to do this, and I usually don't critique black women, uh, but I do have one problem with her, and I really haven't spoken about this publicly, but I have to say it. Tell him. Tell him. She won't invite me to the parties. Do you not have her number? I I, I do, but I don't I don't play that card. The, you know, no, I don't hit be her. Very. If you, this is the thing. When you can be direct with the person, I might. I, 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 Just I keep, they keep happening. Time. I think it's time. They yeah. keep happening. Say Yacht it. parties in Malibu and Diddy's there. Yvonne, Lil Rel. I don't see myself. I don't see myself. Yvonne's friend of the pod. Yvonne's friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Yvonne, listen, my invitation ain't yours. Right. My no, problem don't not go, with Yvonne or Do not go through Yvonne. Uh-uh. You have to go direct. I, my, my. Hello, Miss Isamis. My. <laughs> My goal is career-wise, we must have, I, maybe it's because we ain't worked together cast-wise. No, just call her and ask I can't. Her. Call why her Why can't now? you? I don't, I'm not going to call her and be uh, like, why did you invite me to no, the last No, that's party? not how you, that's not, what no, do that's I do? passive-aggressive. You say, you say exactly what you're wanting. I want to go and laugh at your house of the party place. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be on the yacht going, hey, hey. Say, Issa. But hold my eight, because <laughs> Isa, I know we're not that close. However, how can we get closer? No, because that's not really what you want. You just want to go to the party. Isa, I know we're not that close, but if you ever have an extra spot or two, 
two. It has to be two because my wife is not going to let you. Mm. <laughs> Melissa's not going to let you go by yourself. If you ever have an extra two spots to your party, I would love to come. I love parties. And, uh, and I am a good party person. Good I cause party no person. problems. Cause no problem. I bring stuff. Mm-hmm. I can chip in. Yeah. Good vibes. Ask. Nobody's ever been like, oh, Kev's his at the party. The vibes are less And now. the thing is, all she can say is yes or no. Well, if she says no. Then you know, then you can stop wanting it because it's not going to happen. <laughs> at least there'll be some closure. <laughs> <up>. Yes. <laughs> Case closed. You're not invited. My thing is, I my plan, I like your plan. Won't do it, though. I'm going to take that into account when I do what I want to do. I'm going to put this clip up. It just keep DMing to it. Don't yes. you do I'm it, Josh. Yes. Don't you clip split and split. Then <laughs> yes. Don't you pull split, it out split, and post cool it. Cool post. I will now be such a titan in the industry that it's like, dang, it, it'll be a slight. Wow, Kev wasn't there? This is crazy. Gossip blogs must be. <laughs> That's, that's you know happening. she respects you, and I you know, know she does. She, you know that I. Uh, I talk to her on DMs. I congratulate her all the time. Yes. I want her to know she is like it's so dope, man. To really like, I remember when I heard about Awkward Black Girl. My homeboy was like, and this is the best word of mouth. I was at my homeboy Lil's house back when I worked at Boeing. He was like, "Yo, have you heard of this Awkward Black Girl web series?" It was so good. And I was like, "Nah, what is it?" And he like we sat there and watched the first episode, and I was like, "Oh, it was so good." It was so good, and she kept that. Um, Insecure is a different show, but it has the heart of Awkward Black Girl. Yes, absolutely. But it explores so much more than Awkward Black Girl could as a web series. Of course. But I watched her go from there to Pharrell, to Tracy Edmonds, to, you know, she was in the happy music video with with Pharrell. I mean, Pharrell's YouTube channel, I Am Other, which was season two of The Choir was on there. And then Insecure, and once she got to HBO... It's game over. I and the mean, show was such a success. A, such a success. They did a, such a good job in casting. Such a good job telling a story that had not been told in a long time, which is what is it like being in your late 20s trying to figure out life? And that's such a... And As I a love person. it because it's just black. It ain't, yeah. it ain't trauma. It ain't overly not, nothing. It is just regular black. I've seen myself in some of them stories. I definitely don't see myself at all, and that's not the life I lived at that mm-hmm. age, but I know it's the life that other people around me were living, and I love being able to peep into other people's Oh, life. yeah. My I boy from uh, All Deaf, he was like, this is my life at this moment. Yes, that's currently. what I felt like. I was like, I was already married at this age, yeah. getting ready to buy a house, so I said, this is not the life that I lived, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy watching with so many other people are more than likely going through. So And y'all stage crew, do not go invite me on y'all behalf. Y'all know y'all be getting excited. Don't do that. Y'all no, don't no, ruin, no, that's embarrassing. Y'all ruin the whole thing. <laughs> don't campaign for me. Y'all don't. I'm, I'm just I'm playing. Not, I'm not clipping it. It's not. That was, yeah, I'm just playing. All right, just playing. No, I y'all, am going to send her the clip. I'm just playing. He, okay, you so all I'll don't. Clip it then for all right. <laughs> As we, um, I wanted to talk about this. This Netflix show, mm-hmm. High on the Hog, it was, it's a limited series. Let me tell you what. Oh, man. If you have not watched it. It's so good. Fam, I thought, you know, we're shooting a food show, so I've been watching more food content than I usually would. Uh-huh. This is not that. No. This no. is, <laughs> first of all, it's a Netflix was big flexing on me. 
I was like, damn, y'all, y'all got y'all went and to, I was to like, Benin. I was like, every shot Benin. looks like this. Y'all gonna just go, oh, y'all big droning. I said the fact that he's using a butter knife every shot, this is a different quality. <laughs> every single time he ate, he had a butter knife. I said, we ain't had a butter knife not at one restaurant. We even eat with our hands. We're eating with our hands. So the premise of the show, if you haven't watched it, me, Angel, I don't know if you watched it, Josh. I you watched, watched the, the first episode uh when I got home Sunday. Okay. So uh, I, I don't know the guy's name. I'm sorry, but uh, he's a he's a food critic and and chef. He's basically uh, the high Steven on the hog was a book mm-hmm. uh, a, a black woman wrote, and he developed the series is developed on that, and it basically tells you how African American cuisine influenced. Yeah, she's on the show too. She's in the first episode. Uh, and yeah, how African American cuisine. Well, not even African-American, how African cuisine and then African-American cuisine uh, influenced American American cuisine. So I thought and I love history and I love food. So I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. It was going to be heavy, bro. Woo! My God. The emotions in that first episode. Yes. When he cried and she was there, like, come on. Uh-huh. I was like, first of all, crying in, in a black woman, like coaxing <laughs> you to cry. <laughs> you but said the I Oh, I was already there before he got there. Uh, me too. I was like in my living room like, ooh, this, it was more real than, than I, in some ways it was more real than even a movie had been. Yeah. Well, Walking yeah. down that, that path that took four days mm-hmm. and then like being in the mind of an enslaved person who is like not knowing what's happening, you know, in a crazy part that really hurt me. He was talking to one of the black uh, kind of elders in the village. And he was like, we played our own part in slavery. Yeah. You have to, they, it would not have happened without the participation. That acknowledgement though. Yeah. It like, you know that. Yeah. But I feel like I, you kind of feel like everybody was stolen, but it wasn't everybody. No, people no. were sold. People were sold from, off. you know, and that hurt, it stung. It's just the thought of, and I ain't going to talk about it too much because it does make me emotional. The thought that people never got to go back home. That, that told, that's the big reason why I want to go back. He said it, but I've, I've said it before too. I want to take them back. Just the, you know, just coming, going back home to Kentucky. Just Kentucky. It's like, oh, reset. Go back to L.A. The fact that like. They really never saw what they knew, what they had grown accustomed to ever again. It's just like it breaks my Listen, heart. Angel, I was like, oh, I am overcome with emotions. Uh-huh. I'm sad boy sad. Sad boy sad. But it's not, it doesn't stay there. No. It's a story of, of you know, the sadness that starts there and the trauma there. But it's mostly the resilience and the adaptiveness of black people. And it's probably the most um, particular point is the debate between or the confusion between yams and sweet potatoes. Yes. And they go to a market uh-huh. and she picks up a yam, mm-hmm. right? Which she says looks like an elephant foot. And it, it does. really does. It does. It is very clearly and very obviously not a sweet potato. No, not at, at all. all. Not at I all. I mean, you would never confuse them. Mm-hmm. So she explains that. When, you know, enslaved Africans were brought to the United States or the New World, the New World for them, they didn't have yams. Right. Yams were not native 
at that time. And the closest thing was the sweet potato. Yeah. So they basically flipped the sweet potato um, and cooked it and, and, and ate it like yams. Uh-huh. And then they called it yams. Yeah. And that's why black people be like, we have candied yams. yams right. But really, come on, it's so sad, but so happy. Yeah. You're connecting back to your roots. Yeah. Of the yam that you can't because you don't have that. Because you don't have But it. you want that and that and, and then the same thing happens with the pig. Like we created all the, you know, hog mog and chitlins and pig's feet. It wasn't out of desire to eat the worst parts of the pig. Mm-hmm. It was about that's what you got. Yeah, that's all they gave you was and the undesirable. The undesirable. And black people, if we don't do nothing else, we gonna make it do what it do. We gonna this, all we got. Okay, we gonna flip that, mm-hmm. and now you like, oh, hold up, now that way, now the challenge is. Black what? people have been making the struggle look lit for a very long time, and it's it, and that's why people keep jacking uh, our swagger because we have been having to, like make things work, make things do what it does. Something that I thought was actually interesting. It's a it's little off topic, is that. He was like, we did not consume hog every day. Mm-hmm. This was like for, I don't, he was like, it's, it was a seasonal thing to yeah. get us through the winter. And I was like, wow. Because yeah. I know a lot of people, there is a, there is a two rules of thumb when it comes to soul food. You, there are those of us who still really love it because it is so much a part of our tradition. And there are people who are backing away from it because it does a lot of harm to, to the, body. the body. Yeah. But to know that, like, even when it was something that, you know, we were just trying to make do with what we did, we still were doing the healthier things as possible. We weren't like, let's just eat pork every day yeah. and have our cholesterol up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we were still doing the things that would make us the, the have the survival of the fittest. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. 1,000%. I thought that was really crazy. Um, uh, not crazy, but interesting. Uh, the part where they talked about George Washington's chef and Thomas Jefferson's chefs Come on. being the first celebrity chefs. Come on. Hercules. And I'm just like, black folks, we going to listen. Oh, sorry. Let me tell you. y'all, <laughs> we going to do it better. Yeah. We go. Thomas Jefferson took his chef to France to train under French people. He created the mac and cheese. And he now I'm like, this is why... It means so much to me when the white people go and mess it up. Because yes. I knew I knew it was important to us. I didn't know we created it like that, like that. What was dope was because I was like, okay, there are no, you know, ovens in the 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 way that we modernize way that we use them now. And I was like, so how are they gonna make this mac and cheese? And when they put that thing in a Dutch oven and put the coals on top of it, I was like, you do bake it. You They've been baking it forever. And that's the part of the one thing black people, we, we do have the culture, yeah. the connection to our ancestors and time before and passing that off to our children in language, fashion, music. Like it's why little kids know uh, Luther. Yeah. It ain't like Zay Zay and Jojo and them. Like they done heard Luther never too much earth, wind and fire. Like you pass off your parents music and that's hip hop is the musical version of the food show. Let me tell you. Oh, okay, so this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to try to get my thoughts as articulate as possible. This is why, you know, as you and I have come up and as the newer generations, we have become more, we have more access to education. We have more access to what thing, people would call the finer things in life. So a lot of times people will begin to look down upon things 
that don't reflect the education that we have gotten. So mm-hmm. like, for instance, um, you know, we, we look at, uh, you just brought up hip hop. Some people be like, ugh, hip hop, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it doesn't have any type of, um, uh, complexity as some other things. But a lot of times people don't realize that we are just being drawn to our history. So the same thing with like soul food, like people will be like, you're not feeding yourself. Well, we're connecting to not just our immediate history mm-hmm. here, but mm-hmm. all the way back yes. to Africa. Well, and, and y'all going to think I'm uh, <laughs> BSing, but even when me twerking and people are like, Angel, you've got to calm down. That is so directly connected. That's, that's heritage. That, I, and I'm dead serious. And like, no, seriously, like you can almost draw a line. I've seen like documentaries, how they, they connect twerking to um, uh, how tribes dance. And they was low. They was twerking back there. So oh, you were doing mean, that they thing. Got the best. You were doing that thing. You're paying homage. Paying, when we You're talk, not twerking. You're paying homage. Homage. When homage. we were talking last week about, you know, the whole bonnet discussion. Head wraps in intricate ways that the women uh, back in Africa would cover their hair. They might not look the exact same way as we do it now, but this is nothing new. No. So when people are like, you do that, that is so unladylike. That is, I'm like, it might not be ladylike, but it's very much so my ancestors like. Mm-hmm. Like, so it is, it's like this thing that this way that we have to like pay attention. While, yes, we should always want to do better, but also recognize that. Who defined doing better? Yes. And also, uh, is it not? I, I remember one last story. Uh, it was the first time I ever wore like an African head wrap. Mm-hmm. And um, I had never worn one before. I went to this woman's house who had wore them. And I was get, asking her to help me. And she was like, oh, it's already in your bones. Mm. She was like, you know how to do it. Just do it. It's already in your bones. Ooh, Angel. I'm dead serious. That's how I learned. It's her telling me it's already in you. Just do it. So don't have people question you all the time about the things that you like to do. Cause sometimes it's, it might be your great, 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 great granny just pouring herself into you. Listen, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was saying he, he's building something in the media, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, man, like, how are we going to compete with Netflix's and and ABC? And I'm saying, we don't we don't have to. Right. We are the cultures within us. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, that's just they 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 would die for a drip of a blip. Mm-hmm. Elvis Presley's whole entire career is just stealing from black Absolutely. musicians. Yeah. There's a clip Ray Charles said talking about Elvis. He's man, Elvis wasn't even the most talented person. In, in the city he <laughs> right, was in. Right, come on, right. There was 10,000 people better than him, right? And that connection, that's why the Kevin State Studios app, and I don't mean to make this a point to like sell the app, but also if you download it, please, I love you, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point of it, it's for us. Yeah. It, it never was intended to be for everybody. Right. Y'all not going to get the, the significance of black women double dutching. No, right, But right. we like, ah, okay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that 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 show meant so much to me. Like watching, first of all, boiling the macaroni noodles in the milk. Uh-huh. I said, "Hey, now what you say? What you say? I now? wanted. I have never wanted to taste <laughs> macaroni and cheese more than that moment. I said that probably is the creamiest macaroni and cheese I've uh-huh. ever had. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the church episode, right when the the New Zion barbecue. Mm-hmm. talking about how black women, you know, like she built a doggone barbecue uh, restaurant mm-hmm. out the church. 
And we grew up, you know, them doggone selling plates. Yeah. That was as, as churchy as, as the Lord. Uh, absolutely. Them church plates bought, they sent the kids to the camp. Down here, yes, all they pay for the roof yes. at the church. Them doggone, the, the main reason it took me so many times to get the Holy Ghost is it's hard to concentrate when you're hungry and, and you, you smell, smell chicken. Food. Yeah. I, I, the Holy Ghost, I get it. Mm -hmm. But at this point, the chicken is in my nostrils. Right. And I want G, 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 G. Chicken. Greens. I smell it all. Yeah. I really just want this to be over so I can go back there. If y'all want me to get the Holy Ghost, you got to do it on a Sunday where they're not selling plays. Right, no I can't come. I'm Hondi, boy. We've been here Hondi. since seven. Yo, yeah. It's three. <laughs> what do I want more now? The Holy Ghost or chicken? Chicken. Chicken. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. And I got the Holy Ghost on a day they weren't selling plates. There you go. I was That's like, all right, now I can block <laughs> The Holy Ghost was out there in line for the chicken. That's why he wasn't coming in there to help you out. I was calling. He was like, man, I'm, I'm third. <laughs> I'm trying to get this thigh. <laughs> this thigh wing combo the the other part of the documentary that i really loved i remember i don't know if this was during the time where everybody was doing ancestry.com but anyways i would get like i don't know if it, the word might be jealous i would feel some type of way you know when people would find out they were connected to something they'd be like um oh yeah my people are from the caribbean and so they have all this like, strong culture connected to it yeah. where african-american culture it it is um a lot of people attach themselves to it that might not be directly descendants yeah. of african-american yeah. culture and uh i would get so frustrated and i'd be like i mean all i got is that my people are from the carolinas right and i remember somebody then saying oh she was like you do have she was like the gullah people she was like, look up the Gullah people. She Gullah, was like, Gullah they, Island. Listen, and I was like, I thought, I was like, those are real people that, that wasn't just a kid show? I had no idea until that woman told me. So to be able to see this whole section on the Gullah people, because I, I want to, when she said that, I was like, I want to write a story about the Gullah people. Mm -hmm. well, not a story. I want to write a film yeah. about the Gullah people and seeing it and seeing like how magical my direct ancestors were and what they were able to accomplish. The fact that they had a place where they would be able to be away. Um, Cause that was the Gullah Gullah people. They were able to be away on yeah. an island, se up, separated apart from, I was like, uh, cause sometimes you do want when all you have is uh, people pointing to slavery as your ancestry it can wear on your soul a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. You just like, can I have something magical other than being sold off or stolen connected yeah. to me? <laughs> other than we got through the struggle. Like I want something more, more directly connected to me than having to go all the way to Africa to find a piece of me that feels Royal. And then to know about the Gullah, uh, the Gullah people and then them bringing it up. It was just like, Oh, this is, and to know that that's where, well, women, no, that's Charleston where they came in. Mm -hmm. Where's Gullah? Where's the Gullah Island compared to? I, I think it was all in South Carolina, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. They like, were they were all kind of through there. Charleston right. was like redeveloped for rice paddies and stuff like that. Right. That, but that was, was a part of uh, uh, in Benin. They had went into that part where the slave uh, catchers and traders were just like, man, forget it. Remember the part where they had to only use boats? Yeah. That's where the part, they were just like, man, y'all just stay over there and live. Yeah. And it didn't even cross my mind that rice was the first, like, thing. And it was even yeah. the cow, it was like cowboy 
Black people were the first cowboys, and it came from houseboy, field boy, and you helped the cows. You were a cowboy. cowboy. I was like. No, when the man said you could still see the scars from where they had to move so much land to make rice an actual, yes. like, crop. I yes. was just like, God. And the doggone black people, only ones that knew how to do it. How, and how many times has it been only the black? The doggone black mammies was raising white kids. Yeah. Because how many times is black people the only one that know how to do it? Well, and in the white, and that's why, this is why black people, people are like, why y'all get so mad when people steal your dances? The history of African-American culture is white people steal it, do a less good version of it, and make a hundred times the money. That's uh, why that Addison Ray girl going on Jimmy Fallon doing the TikTok yeah. dances, it's not just her. She, and I, she, I'm not even saying she she knows what they do because TikTok culture is stealing your remix culture. Oh yeah, like, you saw that, that thing that boy did. Bruh, from, I was the like, whole oh. app is still remixed. Yeah, but that the black kids who who set it up and do it, they don't never get to go on Jimmy Fallon. No, Fortnite right. made billions off of those dog emotes. All them, yeah. all they did is take black dances, rename them, and then sell them. White kids are doing them, and you know everybody's doing them. Right, and the kids who 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 created never get to profit. That's why we be so protective of our culture because America doesn't let us monetize it. Right, but when you take it and whitewash it, like when Hot Girl Summer came out, make the side was saying all that. Every makeup brand, because Melissa buy a lot of makeup through our shared accounts. So when she was buying it, the makeup brands, they throw you on the email list. Yes. Every white brand, hot girl, hot summer. girl summer, hotties, hotties, come over to white makeup and buy white stuff. We don't even know what hot girl summer means, but we know the black people are saying it. <laughs> yeah, no, it it's something you said, uh, black, the black uh, women were raising the white kids. That's why our kids are so well behaved. Because we knew you couldn't get away with that stuff. The yeah. whole thing about black people is you, you, we can't get it. We live in the same country, but we don't live in the same world. Listen, and nobody will tell you that my kids are nothing but well-behaved. Even the landlord. I mean, he got his tendencies, but he right. is he is well-behaved. Absolutely. That is something. So when we stop raising their kids. Well, look what happened. Look what be done happened. Look what be done happened. Mm. Anyway. This was great. You should definitely check it out. It is worth. I wanted to watch 8 million episodes more. It was great. And the thing that's also frustrating, I'm going to let it go after this. America, white people in power tried to erase black. The, the fact that there was no picture of those two chefs, those recipes are not connected to them at all. Not at There's all. There's no proof of that. Like, that's what we say. We say we built this country. Our, what we brought to the table is ingrained in the fabric of the DNA of America. Even from the food, all of it. The food, music, like country music, blues music, gospel. That's all. The income. We oh. made this country wealthy. We and we just didn't get to participate. No. And now there's a there's a switch in black people. We're not looking for for white uh approval. Right. None of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like so many J. Cole is like, I'm not even submitting for the Grammys. Y'all can have that. The Kevin Stage app. I decided, like, uh, the, it's for black people anyway, this part. I can't legally um, put that anywhere on that the app. That one says day ones. It says, yeah, it says day ones? Oh, yes, good. Okay. I was like, the, I don't. The, oh, it's the Kevin Stage Studios right. one. Uh, I was uh, like, day I one, sorry. The day one part. No, no, you ain't got to show it. The day ones thing is this part with day ones, you only get that if you're on Patreon one. or if you see it at the show. This is like, the, these ones that say day one, that is you really. You pulled up. 
you pulled up. You either, you were either on Patreon or you were in live. The other ones on Spreadshirt, this part's cool, but this is bag. like, oh, right. you got the first. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the reason where I'm okay making this app, and I'm like, I'm not trying to appease everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that culture. Yeah. They, I want people to get the inside jokes we get. Yeah. You know, and it's not really exclusionary, but also, yes, because I'm just including the people that I know it's for. And then oh, who come, and if it only ever gets would it a hundred thousand subscribers, whatever, as long as the people who are with it really rock with it, I'll be happy with it. I, I would do that before I would sell it and get some like Viacom money and then have shows be made that I'm not proud of, or that ain't for my people. You don't have to uh, apologize if it's exclusionary. These makeup brands were exclusionary for a very long time. We over here walking around looking like Casper the ghost. They were like, if you want to buy it, just know we didn't make it for you. Y'all going to have to mix stuff. They're going to throw one dark color in there. You're going to have to make your own foundation to make you. I'm telling you. That's why Fenty sold so well. And that ain't even fully black owned. No, but it ain't even black owned. It's the same thing with Kevin on stage studios. It wasn't made for you, so you just going to have to take what you get. If you want to buy it, buy it. But we ain't about to change the formula for we you. We sure ain't. All right, we love you. Uh, Patreon, we will see you, I believe, on Saturday, we decided, Josh. I don't know. Whatever. Saturday. I, I will show up whenever you tell Saturday. me. Saturday. Let's do Saturday. We'll, we'll decide. It's going to be our anniversary. Unruly Cousins, right? Unruly Cousins. What did you say? Will be. What did you say the date was? I might be wrong. I think it was the 12th. Let me look up White Blessings. That's what I thought you said. It was the 12th. Mm. White Blessings, Kevin on stage. It'll be a year since Kevin blessed me by doning me the co-host of Here's the Thing when he called me on one of his walks in Calabasas. I sure did. It was like, hey. June 17th was the first episode. So we got, okay, so it's not an anniversary yet. So we'll wait until we come back. So when we come back, our next episode. The next bonus bonus bonus? will be after a year. Dang. So we celebrating on the bonus or we celebrating on the the regular show? We should probably celebrate on the regular show just because the the show has everybody, you know. Yeah. uh, But anyway, love y'all. If you're in Boston, pull up and see us in real life. If you're not, um, see us when we come to your town. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference. Bye. Bye. There's another thing for there's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another thing of fire. 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 Here's another thing of fire.